Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. It's not medical marijuana, it's CBD. And if you're into health magazines and journals, you already know the reported health benefits of CBD can be very compelling. I myself use the solve, and I'm telling you right now, it's easy to apply, and it feels good on my body. And as I'm going to work, and I have a very busy lifestyle, working with guys like Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer, believe me, that gets to you after a while. Not so much Mark Henry. That's not a problem. But those two guys, and I don't feel it on my body at all. It keeps me completely comfortable. CBD is the potent compound extracted from the hemp version of cannabis. There's no high, it's legal, and you don't need a script when you buy from the source I trust, cbdistillery.com. Where you get CBD products is crucial. With independent lab tests and nearly a quarter million customers, cbdistillery.com are the experts. If you're into health, you be wise to visit cbdistillery.com. Do your research and see what CBD can do for you. Go to cbdistillery.com and enter BUSTED for 20% off. Again, enter BUSTED for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. This is the BUSTED Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I talk about the crown jewel and how Seth Rollins, your universal champion, is now out from Team Hogan. Who will replace him and how it might be Hulk Hogan himself. Speaking of Seth Rollins, I get Mark Henry's take on Seth Rollins and The Fiend, how he feels about the feud and where this feud could be going. And then we talk about AEW and NXT and how Mark Henry thinks this isn't a feud at all. Why pick a side? It's pro wrestling. Enjoy it. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Seth Rollins is out as the captain of Team Hogan at Crown Jewel because he has the big match with the Fiend Bray Wyatt at Crown Jewel. So he's out. So Hulk Hogan has an idea. He tweeted out that. He has an idea about who he wants the captain to be, but Seth Rollins is out. Your thoughts? You know what? I, I don't understand how you could just completely go the opposite direction from having him be. I, I would rather have him be the one to say, you know what? Um, I'm having some issues with the fiend, and I don't feel like I can represent the team properly, but I found someone to fill in my place. Okay. So now you have somebody that, you know, is equally qualified to come in and take over and put the team together and lead the team. Well, but just dropping, just dropping it and going away from it is kind of like uh who's the next man up type of deal. I don't want to be the next man up or the second thought guy. Well, see, that's a great point by you, Mark, because that's how the, the the next 
person is going to feel like, all right, I wasn't good enough to be named the captain to begin with, but now I'm only getting this because Seth Rollins has to defend that title. But here's, I want you to hear Hogan's actual tweet. He said, understand the champ Seth Rollins needs to do what he's got to do. Defending the title against Bray Wyatt is what champions do. Don't worry, Nate. I got an idea for Team Hogan, brother. Hashtag WWE Crown Jewel. Now, Hulk Hogan has also said recently that he would love to have one more WrestleMania match. I'm just throwing it out there. Could Hulk Hogan name himself the captain of his own team? Uh, that would be a no. No. I don't want I don't want Hogan to get hurt. You know, I'm telling you, I'm I'm younger than he is. And I feel like if I took one more bump. I might. That might just be the last one. <laughs> that might be it, Dave. Oh, well, I might be going to the big wrestling ring in the sky. Yeah, but Mark, you have said since you've stepped away that this is not something you want to do anymore. People have asked you to do it, and you've said, no, I'm fine, I'm done, I'm moving on. It always seems like Hogan has had problems moving on. Obviously, Hogan and wrestling is the only thing he has right now. He's obviously outside the ring. He's had nothing but problems throughout the years when he hasn't been connected with pro wrestling. And he has said he wants one more WrestleMania match, and he says he would love to do it against Vince McMahon. What he's thinking there, I have no idea. But would it shock you if his idea is to make himself the captain? No, it wouldn't shock me because of wrestling. And anything can happen in pro wrestling. I would just, for the going out on the air of caution, I think that it would be safer and it would be best to not get back in there. I Listen, I agree, and I don't even know if anybody really wants to see Hogan. I mean, you know, obviously he's— No, I mean, he's he's wanted in pro wrestling. I mean, just the, the iconic presence and just for people to say, wow, I saw Hulk Hogan. You know, people still go to see Niagara Falls. They they go to see the Grand Canyon. They go see um, Mount Rushmore. Like, that, that stuff is never going to get old. Um, but when as it relates to pro wrestling, you got to get in the ring and you have to entertain the fans and them not look at you like, wow, you lost a step. Um that's hard, man. That's that's it's hard for your ego. And I don't know how people do it because I know I can't move like I used to move and it would trouble me to be in there and have my fans say, Wow, man, Mark Henry got oh, he fell off. I I just wouldn't want that. No, and I understand that, but but don't forget too. When it comes to Hulk Hogan, it's not like he's going to have a one-on-one match with somebody. It's a 10-man tag team match. So, like, you know, you can have four other wrestlers do all the work. You know, you get tagged in. You maybe do, like, one big punch and a big, you know, a big you and a punch, and then that's it. I mean, you, you don't really need Hulk Hogan to run the ropes or give a leg drop in this match. Yeah, but it might be expected by... Okay. The fans, and I think that, you know, you and I, we let's look at it from me and your perspective. So we that happens. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan names himself. And he goes out there, he's a member of the team, and he throws a punch, and somebody, he, somebody throws a punch, he blocks it, points at him, and he sh- 
punches him, shoots him in the ropes, and gives him the big leg. Now he's got to tag out. And what are we going to talk about the next day? How great well, would you it know, have been? Well, you know, in days before, you know, he would have dropped the leg on him and it would have been, you know, one, two, three. But that's not – I just – I don't want to see the limited version. I want to see the full version or nada. Well, the last time we actually saw Hulk Hogan wrestle was in TNA. And I I listen, I was a big fan of TNA when that was going on full throttle, you know, guess that now about eight, nine years ago when Hogan was a part of it. And and Hogan was rest doing some wrestling. But you know, his last matches was are with TNA. I'm sure he would love to have his final in ring work be with the WWE, be in front of thousands upon thousands of people like it would be at Crown Jewel, where being that it is a 10-man tag, and I understand what you're saying, Mark, but there wouldn't be a lot of expectations because it's not a one-on-one match. This, to me, yeah. the, to me, this is the perfect scenario for somebody like Hulk Hogan. He could do his final in-ring work in the WWE, one punch, you know, maybe one big leg, you know, and maybe at 66 years old, he has one leg drop left in him. I don't know. I mean, and listen, a lot of people hate on Hulk Hogan. Mark, you and I did shows, and I've always said, if you can't get over everything and you still have hatred for Hulk Hogan, I cannot blame you. But, you know, the guy is still a legend, and maybe deservedly or deservedly not, it wouldn't be bad for him to have those final moments in a WWE ring. Well, you know, the way you put it like that, you ever thought about doing law? No, <laughs> Because this is the second time that we've had a debate on what was going on in pro wrestling as it relates to what we were talking about on the show. And I go, you know what? You're right. Because I could actually see it. If it's a 10-man tag, then yeah. Him and Flair could actually get in there and do something. And if somebody hit one of those guys, imagine the melee of all the guys coming in to the rescue. Oh, man, that would be so good. Did you You're s- right, Dave. The, I mean, I know, listen, Flair's a different story. I don't think I, I don't think Flair can do it health-wise, do anything in the ring. But, man, did you see that crowd reaction a few weeks ago on Raw when Hogan and yes, Flair stepped to each other? I mean, when's the last time you saw that type of a reaction like that? I mean, it, it, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, and it wasn't – I'm not talking about like a – a year or two a while. I mean, it, it might have went all the way back to um, Hogan and The Rock. Wow. Wow. Just stand there toe-to-toe. And the crowd be so into two people standing near each other and not doing anything. Like, it's been a long, long while. And, Mark, you're talking about one guy who's in his 70s and another guy who's 66 years old. So what does that tell you? That means that wrestling is still the best entertainment on television today. And it always will because it brings people not only together as a, as a fan base, but it also brings age groups together. Grandfathers, sons, and grandsons all can watch the same program. Where, where else can you do that? You show me, show me another business, show me another entertainment entity, whether it be sports or cartoons or 
you name a show on TV where you see a 79-year-old guy, a 44-year-old guy, and a 7-year-old guy sitting on the couch enjoying the same program. It don't happen. And you know what? I'll I'll take it the other way because, you know, you can't do this in any other sport. Like, you know, we love Troy Aikman. You'll never see Troy Aikman trot out onto a field and throw a pass in a Dallas Cowboys game again. But in the world of pro wrestling, you know, we're having conversations about Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back. You know, or Hulk Hogan giving one more leg drop. Or, I mean, there's talk about Sting coming back. I mean, you could only have those types of conversations when it comes to pro wrestling. Hey, just so you know, I saw Sting at the debut of Fox, uh, SmackDown on Fox. And Sting looks great, man. Wow, he still looks great. I can see him getting back in there. He, it's the same thing as Steve Austin. You look at Steve, Steve looks like a million bucks. It's, and not not limping, still working out real hard. It's just that's you know Steve's neck. They said if you can't wrestle no more, you take the wrong bump, you'll be paralyzed. But now, and that's horrible, man. I God, know. I hate it. He got such a bad break. He got knocked down in his prime. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Man, I tell you what, I wish Upstart.com was around, I don't know, maybe after my first divorce or I don't know. How about maybe after my second divorce? Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. And the best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day! See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash open to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash open. I've been kind of hard on Seth Rollins lately. I don't know if you heard the show on Tuesday. I have, I have. And I kind of dissected his promo a little bit. Um, you actually said, hey, guys, <laughs> it's me. And you mocked that guy. I did. I mocked him a little bit. And I don't think he deserves it, Dave. I think that Seth is actually a good promo. It's the content. It's, it's where he is. And I think that, and, and it's just my humble opinion, that they should play Seth as a guy that's confused and that is fearful of the thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm I'm I don't like scary stuff. It bothers the hell out of me. It I don't like me. scary stuff, Dave. <laughs> 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 I don't. 
I mean, my kids joke with me about it because I turn my head when cartoon when commercials come on about the nearest, latest horror movie. Dad, why do you turn your head? It's not going to hurt you through the TV. And I was like, yeah, you're a kid. I tell you what, I'm going to start tormenting you and then see what you think. Uh, it's from my childhood, guys. I shouldn't have watched. I shouldn't watch scary movies when I was a kid. I can still see the head in the refrigerator from Friday the 13th because I watched it when I was nine. I shouldn't have done that. And 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 I'm traumatized. I can't watch. I can't. I, when I see, every time I saw Jack Nicholson from every movie that he's ever done since The Shining. All I could think about was The Shining. Yeah, uh, here's Johnny. <sighs> I don't, I don't like it, and I think that that's the picture that you should paint of Seth. That he's got an issue, he's got a problem with it, and he's going to lose, and he's going to get beat up, and he's going to be distracted until something happens where he just goes, you know what? I'm gonna face my fears, and when you cut that promo. There's nothing that's going to stop me from facing my fears at whatever pay-per-view it is. Then you got something. That's the guy we want to see. A guy that's been beat up, been drug out, and finally says, you know what? Okay, I'm ready for it. And that's that's what I want to see, man. That's the, that's the picture that should be painted. And I and I and listen, I I understand that. And Bully and I got into a really heated discussion because you know I'm putting all my angst on Seth, and he's saying, "Hey, you got to blame creative here. It's not Seth. The, these words are being written for him." And I get it. Oh shit! What? Oh, my bad. You all right? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Stop looking at scary websites. Mark. I'm not okay. All right. So I love what you just Bastard. said. What? What are you doing? You know what, man? I, I don't even like y'all no more, man. Who? What are you? Ta- what are you talking about, Mark? Bully Raid sent me a, a a horrible, horrible picture, and I'm turning my phone off. Really? Turn my phone. What is off. it? A picture of my first ex-wife? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Now listen, Bully and so I. Let's just let's just get on the radio and pop each other. <laughs> and just say, just, just say stuff to amuse ourselves. <laughs> I think that's basically I, what I we do. Uh, but um, but oh Bully and I got into a real heated discussion about Seth, and Bully was like, "You can't really blame Seth. You're putting all your hate on Seth." And I understand where he's coming from. I really do. But I love what you just said. So whether it's Seth, whether it's creative or a combination <laughs> of the two, Mark, you're the world's strongest man. So yes. if you come on, the, on uh, if you take the microphone and cut a promo and you're scared of The Fiend, the guy that's been able to accomplish all these things, the world's strongest and man. And it's true. And you're afraid. Now that's going to make me buy into this match because I'm like, holy shit. Like, the Fiend is so scary, he's even got the world's strongest man scared. That's where there's the disconnect because Seth takes the microphone on Monday after everything that happened at Hell in the Cell, after everything that happened on SmackDown getting dragged to hell. 
he comes on, he's all happy and giddy and smiling because it's draft day and I'm in a good mood. And I'm here in Denver. But is, is, is that Seth's fault? Is that Seth's fault? I, I, it's Seth that's saying it on my TV, Mark. Well, Seth should have spoke up for himself then and said, you know what, man, like we got to address this issue. And we talked about that before the show. There's three points of contention where people need to address the issue. Seth is, a, is one of them. Kofi Kingston is one of them. Like, you can't just come dancing back down the aisle with New Day and you ain't address the fact that you got beat and got your title taken. Seth can't come on into the ring and he's the number one guy. The number one guy. Champion. The champ. And 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 not explain why what happened happened. Why how he feels and why it is that he can't stand up to the fiend. We know what that is. I do. I know it really close to the vest. I don't like scary stuff. It unnerves me. I saw Bray Wyatt backstage, and I went down one of the hallways away from him because I didn't want to see it. I'm fearful of that stuff. So why can't Seth portray that? It don't make you a coward. It don't make you weak. People have phobias. I don't like spiders. I don't like snakes. I don't like needles. There's, I have issues with, like, this, this is this nervous yep. issues. I'll break out in welts. Chemically imbalanced if, if, when a doctor pulls a needle out. My blood pressure is normally around 135, 140 over 65, 70. I had to go get a shot in my back. Recently, and my wife can attest to this, my blood pressure went up to 165 over 80 in a matter of minutes. It's a problem. There's nothing wrong with him portraying that and saying it. But what's going to happen the day that he faces it? And all the people that they've seen him suffer because he can't do it. It's hard for them. They're going to get behind him. And that's when you have somebody that can actually go in the ring with the fiend and the crowd not boo because they're, they want to see Seth finally beat the fiend. He's facing his fear. And Bully Ray, even though he's a piece of shit and just <laughs> sent me a horrible picture, and wow. scared me on the air wow. because I think I, if you go, if you play back if you play back I kind of went ah like he scared no, me. he scared you he started bastard <laughs> he got me I don't know he, he, got me. I know he, he usually does he yeah. usually does he got me but he said in that tweet with this horrible picture face your fear using my words against me. I'm not ready to face my fear. Yeah, you're not ready yet. You're retired. You're I'm not ready. ready. The same as Seth. He's not ready. Why can't we have that, Dave? 
that's that's wrestling. We talk about stories and playing to what what makes you excited and want to see something in wrestling. What's better than that? Nothing. Face your fear, sir. Go out there and admit it to the crowd. You know what? I came in here with a cheerful face and try to act like it didn't happen. I try to laugh it off. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, there's no problem. There's no issue. Let's talk about the draft. I'm excited about the draft. When all along, when all along, I stood there, a broken man, trying to hide behind a smile. That's what we need. That's what fixes it. And if that's not the answer, then somebody come up with something else that's better. Come up with something better. Because I want to see Seth succeed because he deserves to. He is the best. His talent, his endurance, his strength, his ability to have people like him. And the fact that every night he's durable, every night he could carry that title. The weight of that title does I'm telling you, Dave, you ask Bully, he carried the titles for a long time. It gets hard every night to go and top yourself. Every night it gets harder and harder. And then you start building up anxiety. Am I letting the fans down because I can't go out there and have a five-star match tonight when I'm in Philadelphia or I'm in Dallas or I'm in Los Angeles or I'm in Florida, I'm in New York, New Jersey, Long Island? Like, there are, there are fan bases that we have around this country that when you go to that town, you know you got to go. You got to bring it. And when you don't, you have the conversation like we're having right now because you as a fan are not happy with what you got out of Seth Rollins. Well, Mark, that's called storytelling. You told a better story in 10 minutes than Seth Rollins has been able to do in six months as champion. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. I want to get into AEW and NXT with you, Mark, and I know you watch both AEW and NXT Wednesday night. Was there one show you preferred over the other, or you just thought that both shows were fantastic? I thought that both shows were fantastic, but once again, the entertainment value, I think, and the historical reference using um, guys like Jericho, to enhance and bring in another guy that people don't know was masterful. I mean, the guy's solid, and obviously he belongs in the business. I enjoyed watching the match, but I watched three matches that I really like on NXT, and I think, once again, the matches the the wrestling was better on NXT but it was more exciting and i think some of it is the fans when you work in front of an audience like the audience that the guys at AEW have been working against um i think it brings out the best in them 
Yeah, and, and listen, I enjoyed both shows. Bully and I talked about it a lot yesterday. And I agree with you when it comes to AEW Screw right Bully. now. <laughs> I won't mention him don't, anymore, I promise. Don't mention him. I promise. I promise I won't mention him anymore. I don't want to get you mad. He's my friend, too. I mean, he doesn't like me, but he's my friend. <laughs> it's not. Why would you subject he yourself? He doesn't. He doesn't like me. We have to raise your standards. <laughs> yeah. Mm, maybe your self-esteem has got to get better. Yeah. Well, I see you with Ryan McKinnell, and I get so jealous on Saturdays. You and Ryan. <laughs> Ryan and I. Ryan oh. and I. Ryan and I. Oh my Saturdays doesn't even introduce you. Anyway, wow. so so anyway, so AEW and NXT. Stop shooting. <laughs> <laughs> so AEW and NXT. One thing is, is that you know we look at the ratings and the ratings were out, and AEW stayed pretty much the same from last week. Pretty much the same rating. NXT was down about twenty percent from what it was the week before. Um. Do you look into the ratings at all? Is that bother? Do you look into that? Does the ratings matter to you? Uh, do you see any AEW growing? Do you see NXT growing? What are your thoughts about that? Because it seems like this is pretty much what we're going to get in this Wednesday night war. It's not really much of a war because AEW has won all three weeks so far. And I really don't think it's a fair comparison because whether... People want to believe it, and we talked a lot about this. NXT is not a third brand. It's not being treated like a third brand because it wasn't even part of the draft that the WWE had last week. I mean, what's your thoughts so far of this, you know, quote-unquote Wednesday Night War? You know, I think it's, NXT has been self-contained because they're trying to keep it a third brand. I think it is a third brand, day. Uh, I just think that they are wanting to let it get by on its own merit and not bring it into Raw and SmackDown talent. Like, people know right away that if you, you already go to Raw and SmackDown talent, you're you're conceding. You're saying that these guys okay. can't do it. Okay. All right. That's a really and, good and, point. And that's that's not fair to that talent. I know if I'm, if I'm uh, Adam Cole... I don't want Cesaro and uh, Kevin Owens and other people that people speculated them going back to NXT. I don't want that. I want the people that I'm on the show with currently to be able to have time to step up and show their worth. And there's nothing wrong with using the guys that were actually NXT champions and guys that were and we we said this before they started that maybe that's what they should do but they didn't do it so now that you started you gotta you know you guys you made your bed lay in it you know this is a really interesting conversation because you're right I think a lot of people if they started bringing talent from the main roster to NXT a lot of fans of NXT will be like, wait a second, you know, we don't want this. This is going to water down NXT. And probably wrestlers involved in NXT wouldn't like it either. But you said something that's really interesting, and that's when it comes to AEW. Because you looked at that main event between Chris Jericho and Darby Allin. And because they have a Chris Jericho who's a major superstar, he was able to put over Darby Allin that now you're looking at Darby Allin in a completely different way than you ever did because of that match with Chris Jericho. 
Right. NXT doesn't have a Chris Jericho. And that's not taking anything away from an Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole. Tremendous champion and a tremendous talent. But he's not at that Jericho level. There's nobody on the NXT show that's at a Jericho level. So they really don't have anybody on that roster that could take somebody to the next level. Do you agree or disagree? But you know what? They have a Keith Lee. And they have a Velveteen Dream. And they have an Adam Cole. They have a uh, Matt Riddle. There, there's guys over there that could get the job done. And Walter and um, Leo Rush. And, I mean, there's they, they have enough talent to get it done. They're inter- they're, the, the one thing that I was happy with about NXT is they, they actually started introducing uh, other guys. I like seeing Angel. And I mean, it was it was impressive the way that they went into that match because it was dry. Other than the fact that Angel, um, what did he do? He he, you know, kind of got punched in the face yeah. last week, you know, in a hallway segment. And they there wasn't a lot of ballyhoo to it. It was just like here you go. So. That match was good. It was a good match. It was good wrestling. It was good entertainment. And as a wrestling fan, uh, I was very pleased. But I just want to see more entertainment value. Um, I would like to see them, you know, not, you know, down the road. It don't have to be right now. But I like to see them in in live venues. And, and, go go ahead. I I didn't mean to cut you. I love Full Sail. I have no problem with what they're doing there, but as a fan, I want to see the crowd interaction, and that's important to me as a fan. You know what, Mark? It's a really good take, too, because I think they need to go out on the road at some point. The other thing is is that when you look at NXT and AEW, here's where you can compare those two shows. There really isn't a lot of negative to talk about with either show. Like, we could talk about, yes, it needs to be at another venue to to make it look bigger like AEW does. You can look at AEW and say, ah, I, wish, I wish the officiating would be a little bit more tighter. We, I don't want to call it nitpicking, but it kind of is. It because, is. Because when you look at those two shows, there isn't a lot of negatives, and there really isn't a lot of weaknesses from those two hours from both NXT and AEW. You know what? And the thing about it, Dave, is you can sit and watch one show and then record the other show and watch the other show, and they still stand up. Yep. Like, you don't have to watch them all at once. And I, I don't I don't like this whole, um, how should I put it? You know what? I don't, I don't like this whole, I'm taking a side deal. I'm, I'm starting to feel that. I'm starting to feel the fan bases. I'm choosing AEW because WWE won't do what I want them to do. And I'm choosing NXT because they're supposedly um, the new generation of pro wrestler, and they're not really WWE, they're NXT. Like, come on, guys. Wrestling in my opinion, is wrestling. You can love it all. You don't have to choose and make that. The war is not between the fans. The war is not between the talent. It's the companies. Let the companies do battle. Let them do battle. What? What? 
are you invested somehow? Do you own stock in the company? If you don't own stock, then let it go. Enjoy all of it. All of it. I, I agree. And we've been talking about that forever. I mean, it makes no sense to me to say, you know what? I'm just an AEW fan. I'm just going to watch AEW. Now, if you dislike NXT, then that's fine. But to, but they're there. And it seemed it was really apparent this past Wednesday. I read a lot of tweets from, you know, people saying I'm not, I've never watched AEW and I never will watch AEW. Like why? So stupid. Like why would you're a wrestling fan? Why would you not want to watch AEW? You know what that reminds me of? What? That's like somebody saying, "You know what, man? I love French fries, but I will never ever eat a sweet potato French fry. That's not a French fry. You dumbass. That's just ridiculous. I can't. I got this. Oh my gosh." Guys, what's wrong with y'all? It's a lot of emotion from you today, Mark. First, happiness doing the show with me. Then you're scared because of the pictures that bully sent you. Now you're angry. It's a lot of emotions <laughs> in just about 65, 67 minutes. <laughs> I'm cracking up, Dave. I don't know. Maybe I need to get some help. You, you know what? <laughs> I Why need we, counseling. You, you don't need counseling. I think, you know, it's been a while since you did a show with me, and I actually, you, you talk a little bit. Let's go out to the Busted Open Nation. Whoa. What? Shots fired. No, there's no shots fired. It's You know what? It's just, but I think this is the perfect example. I make fun of, like, Ryan McKinnell because I did the same thing with that other guy that used to do, do the show here but then went on to work for the WWE, so we'll remain nameless. Um, but you know what? Why not listen to Ryan McKinnell and Mark? If you're, you know, I want you to. We're all part, we're all, you know, we're all part of Busted Open. I want the fans that listen Monday to Friday to listen to the show on Saturday. I'm not a part of it, but that doesn't mean that I don't want people to to listen to it and enjoy it. You don't have to pick sides. Listen to it. It's on. Listen. You're a wrestling fan. Enjoy it. Yes. It's the same thing I here. I don't get it. And again, you can hear Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell every single Saturday from 9 to noon. Are you ready to get back to the Busted Open Nation? I am. Let's go out to Steve in Indiana. What's going on, Steve? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, it's a little off topic, but I, my question, since it's fall count anywhere, and you had Mark Henry on today, with a, he's one of the great ones, um, in, in one of the great ones. My question is, why don't WWE go back to – using factions if you look back at the history of wrestling and what they've done with factions and how it was aew is using them right now and if you look i mean there would be no monday night wars without nwo you could go back all these different factions in the past you could create storylines get guys over what happened to factions in the wwe um do you watch nxt I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm talking about more like SmackDown and Raw. Okay, I mean, because NXT has Undisputed Era, which is a yeah, faction. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, like SmackDown and Raw. I mean, I know they did use the Shield, but they didn't use them as a typical faction like they did in the past. But I think, I mean, you could create, there's guys you could just put together off, I mean, and it would just make storylines. It would make more in, things interesting for those two shows. Well, here's the thing, Steve. I mean, maybe they could do that. And Steve, thanks so much for the phone call. But they just had a draft. So we, we got to build talent yeah. and let those talent kind of exist on their own. 
I mean, before we can have a faction, we got to at least finish and see what we have coming out of the draft because we just had the draft. So, and you know, and you know, this was always the uh, the argument: were were the Freebirds uh, a faction or were the Freebirds a tag team? It's like the New Day. Mm. You can maybe look at the New Day as a little bit of a faction if you want to. I don't know. But Undisputed Era is definitely a faction, and they're a part of the WWE on NXT every single Wednesday. Let's go out to Mike in Pennsylvania. What's going on, Mike? Hey, how you doing? I just want to say uh, I, I've been out. I've been without my radio for about two weeks. My car was in the shop, and I was in quite of a drought, but it's great to listen and hear you guys back again. Uh, I just want to say to Mark, uh, I understand where you're coming from, man. The whole scary movie thing. I watched him uh, too young. Man, it's, it's nine, hard. Nine years old, man. <laughs> it's I, hard, I, but people think it's funny. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not It's not like um, I'm making this up or I'm some kind of, I, you know, I'm, I'm like a weak person or something like that. Or It's just like it, it unnerves me. No, I just don't like it. And I, I shouldn't have to like. Really explain myself. No, but you know what, though? But you are, and and you explained it in a great way in, with Seth Rollins, that Seth Rollins should be doing that when he does his promos. And, Mike, before you get to your next point, I've said it on this show before. When I was six, I, I snuck down to the living room. I, I was you know, My babysitter was watching a horror movie, and I snuck down out of the bedroom, and I went downstairs behind the couch and was watching it, and she watched a movie called Children's Soon Play With Dead Things. And that mentally affected me for the rest of my life. Like, seriously, like, I was scarred by watching that movie at age six. Wow. Six years old. Six years old, Mike. Oh, so, Mark, I guess uh, no, okay, haunted, right. houses are, haunted houses are out of the question for you. Oh, see, because also I have good sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If, if, I just if something say, is... Um, it's hot. I'm not going to touch it. No. <laughs> this is the same way. A haunted house? Oh, hey, man, they say that haunted house is haunted. Hmm. That's off limits. <laughs> it's, it's a short, scary movie. They say, hey, man, y'all heard Mark Henry was in that scary movie. Yeah, he died in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God, that's too much. So, Mike, what was your point, buddy? Um, Hogan, if he does come back to do a little thing, um, I went and watched him when he came back and tagged with Michaels in 05. And then when he also had the match against Michaels at SummerSlam, and that was almost 15 years ago at the time, you know, it was expected, hey, hit the leg drop. I, Me and my buddies, we drove nine hours to New Hampshire just to see Hogan hit the leg drop in that match. And if you remember, he didn't hit the leg drop. We weren't, we weren't oh. too disappointed. It was Hogan. But then the following summer, three months later, we went down to D.C., which is still quite a hike for us. Then we got the payoff and everything. But I, I think now, 15 years, I mean, like you said, he's like six, in his 60s. I, we don't, I don't think the leg drop, I think people can understand. But – if if he does do this crown jewel thing, like you said, maybe he – I don't even know if he can get his leg up to do the big boot. But if a big boot, some punch, maybe tag somebody that does a finish off the top and 
Call it a day. I, I, you know what? And Mike, thanks for the phone call. That would be enough. Again, it's a ten-man tag. You're not asking actually asking Hogan to come in and wrestle a match. He comes in, you throws a punch. Maybe, maybe you get the big boot, and then he tags somebody in else to do the finish. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think the fans no. would be pumped. Yeah, I think so too. That's why I told you. Like, it's funny. You should be in law. You should have been a lawyer. I don't, I don't know about I love because doing you the show with you. Because you convinced me. I love doing the show with you, even though you and Bully hate me. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.